what is up what is up everyone and welcome to rondell's unpopular opinion i hope everybody is doing well i hope your families are well i hope you're staying prayed up i hope you're drinking and eating something green while you're listening to this okay and i appreciate you because you could have been anywhere in the world but you're here with me and i appreciate that and i appreciate you Make sure whether or not you're listening from Anchor, from Spotify, from Apple, that you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about this podcast. Now, there's no intro to this. I'm just really going to go and get straight into it. I'm going to get straight into it. Um, And I'm going to say this. I have spoken on this individual before about seven months ago via a podcast on my speaker that uploaded to YouTube. And I'm going to tell you, I got a lot of pushback from that episode. A lot of people connected to this individual's organization, calling me all kinds of names, saying that I'm a devil, calling me all types of names. But as you know, and if you know me, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> We're just going to keep it straight. 100. I don't care. I'm the type of individual that. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And I believe that our people, especially black people, I feel as though black people really don't understand. And I don't think that they're fully cognizant of how much knowledge is truly power. Right. And it's so sad because I feel as though black people want to be led but they don't want to tap into any sort of leadership within their own selves to lead themselves. And they're so, um, hell bent and hung up on a savior that they don't try to save themselves from ignorance and the people shall perish through ignorance. And the good book says that the the people will perish via ignorance, but that's what you have me for to kind of really give you insight. Now you can take the information how you want. Okay. And you, you can pretty much take the information I'm going to give you and do what you want with it and, and, and do your research. Um, if you go to my YouTube channel and actually go to the, the, um, the video that I put up on this individual, you will see that I posted all the receipts there. All right. It's there. But nonetheless, though, um, the, this individual that I'm speaking on is someone who kind of really came out you know, and hit the ground running. And I was like, okay, this person seems to be talking really fast. You know what they say when someone's talking really fast, that they're trying to get one over on you. So I'm like, you know, a lot of the things that this person is saying, you know, does have validity to it. Who is this guy? Cause he's causing a lot of, you know, a lot of ruckus. I see him on, you know, Nick Cannon's Cannon class and a few other platforms. And he, he speaks with, you know, um, you know, a very, uh, silver tongue. So I said, you know, I wonder who this individual is. So I started doing my research on him. Now, many of you know him as Riza Islam. Some people who have been following him since 2014 and beyond know him as Ronnie Islam. And I'll tell you why they know him by his government. They know him by his government because his family is said to be connected to entities known as Scientology and they have been in a lot of trouble with the state of California 
to the point where Kamala Harris has, has to run down on them or has had to run down on them. And the reason why I'm, I'm bringing this up again is because I'm starting to see a lot of people starting to question, you know, who is this dude? And sadly, I've been kind of knew who he was and I was just kind of really waiting for people to kind of really see for themselves. Now, the reason why I feel like this is so imperative, like I said, knowledge is definitely power and you have to be careful because since the beginning of time, melanated people have been selling their people out to the highest bidder, the highest conqueror and, and the colonizer. And we know that. All right. We have to be very careful of who individuals work for, what incentive it is for them and the lineage of where they come from. Like I said in previous podcasts that Bill Gates comes from a lineage of eugenics, being that his father was actually on the board for Planned Parenthood with Margaret Sanger, who was the founder of Planned Parenthood, who was a known racist. And said that black people were weeds that need to be exterminated. That poor people were weeds that need to be exterminated. So it's very imperative to understand the lineage of people and their, their history to see where they come from. Because we need to know where it is that we're going and who we put on the front lines and in the forefront to lead us. Because we are so um, hell-bent on a savior. So with that being said, I'm going to get straight into it. Um... If many of you have been following Riza Islam for at least a year, you know that about seven months ago he was arrested and you have people like Brother Ben X of the NOI coming out and pretty much stating that he was basically um, targeted and because he's doing the work for the people that, you know, the feds are after him. No, that is not the reason why the feds are after him. The feds were on his ass and still are on his ass. And the only reason why they're not on his ass right now is because the courts are closed due to COVID. However, Riza Islam case goes back to 2015. And like I said, you know, in, in my IG story, um, there's nothing wrong with being a fuck up in your past. Right. Martin Luther King had a side bitch cheating on Coretta. Right. Malcolm X was a drug dealer. We knew this. Um, Martin Luther King became transparent and basically, you know, was honest about his infidelities to Coretta because J. Edgar Hoover thought that he was going to scare Martin Luther King off into committing suicide because J. Edgar Hoover was privy to his infidelities. The director of the FBI was privy to his infidelities against or on Coretta. And Martin was like, listen, you think you're going to expose me and basically want me to kill myself because J. Edgar Hoover did. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. The problem is, is that no leader is perfect. However, the lack of transparency is not conducive to leadership. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. It's just not. You can't say you're for the people and you're for truth when you can't even tell the truth. But that's what you got me for. 
to tell the truth. And shout out to all the the um the YouTube content creators that have been calling this out for a very long time. Shout out to Kevin Gills from Coffee and Kush TV. Shout out to Young Pharaoh who've been calling this out. All right. Um, you know, but some of us have been trying to tell you guys that, you know, it it is what it is and, and this is what it is. So I, I'm gonna kind of piggyback on the initial podcast that I did on this seven months ago. And I'm going to refer to the same receipts, okay, the same receipts. And the initial receipt from 2015 is from the Underground Bunker, and it's from Tony Ortega. And this was written December 17, 2015. The article was titled, Felony Raps for Scientologists Running an L.A. Rehab Scam with Corrupt Educators. All right? This article is very lengthy. I'm going to read as much of it as I can, okay, without drifting off into oblivion for you guys, but I need you guys to pay very much close attention to what I'm about to tell you. So like I said, Brother Ben X was trying to state that uh, Rizzo Islam's case was basically, um, you know, him being attacked because he's doing the work for the people. That is not true. This is the real reason why Rizzo Islam got locked up seven months ago. Okay, because he's been dealing with this case for the past five years. And Tony Ortega pretty much states here, the underground bunker has learned that a California state agency has been investigating and methodically charging numerous of Scientologists and others who were allegedly involved in a scam to defraud Medi-Cal with bogus claims at a drug rehab center in the working class. Los Angeles suburb of Compton on October 23rd, 2015 charges were filed against Hanan Islam, who in 2004 founded American health and education clinics, an entity that was actually run out of the world literacy crusade, a well-known Scientology front where she was an executive director. She has pled not guilty to four felony counts, which will include grand theft larceny, insurance fraud, Medi-Cal fraud, and failure to file a tax return. Now, you're probably saying who is Hanan Islam? Hanan Islam is Rizzo Islam's mother. All right. The article goes on to state, we sent an email to Mrs. Islam and left a message for her at the World Literacy Crusade, but have not received a reply. Three of Mrs. Islam's 10 children were also charged with felonies. Zakaya Islam, back then age 36, pleaded not guilty to charges of grand theft larceny, insurance fraud, and Medi-Cal fraud. Namat Islam, back then age 39, and Ronnie Rizza Islam, age 25, pleaded not guilty to insurance fraud and Medi-Cal fraud. All three were identified as counselors at a rehab clinic in online listings. Other clinic counselors charged recently in the scam include Bayon Beverly Washington, George Edward Newby III, who pleaded not guilty to insurance fraud and Medi-Cal fraud. Those charges come more than a year after the first arrest 
and the investigations were made of three educators from the Compton Unified School District who lost their jobs as a result. Rudy Washington was a principal at Chavez Continuation High School. Jesse L. Jones was principal of Centennial High School. And Keith Donerson was a coach of the legendary Don's football team at Manuel Dominguez uh, High School. When each were charged with Medi-Cal fraud in early October last year, they were put on administrative leave and then were later fired. Now, you probably wondering why that was the case. Well, according to the Los Angeles County uh, Superior Court records, the charges against Rudy Washington were either dismissed or not prosecuted while Jones and Donerson were allowed to plead guilty to lesser charges. The three educators allegedly supplied the school, uh, supplied high school students to the clinic at the World Literacy Crusade where Medi-Cal claims were submitted for drug rehab treatment. Even though the football players and students didn't have drug addiction problems and were put through Scientology drills rather than drug counseling. The students themselves reported reportedly had no idea they were a part of an insurance fraud scheme. No cap, no cap. And just when you think it doesn't get worse, it gets worse. So the fact that we now have our own people selling out our youth to Scientology, right? We have our youth being sold out to Scientology against their will and against their consent or without their full consent, right? Or their parental consent, right? We have this. The World Literacy Crusade was founded in 1993 by Alfredi Johnson Jr., a Baptist minister who turned to Scientology in the wake of the L.A. riots and became one of Scientology's most well-known African-American figures. It was Johnson who was responsible for bringing music musician Isaac Hayes into Scientology in the mid-1990s and a decade later connected Nation of Islam leader Minister Louis Farrakhan with Scientology and what has become an ongoing bazaar meddling between the groups. Johnson not only founded the World Literacy Crusade with Hanan Islam, also co-founded American and education clinics, health clinics, the entity delivering the Scientology drug rehab program. Hanan Islam has worked with uh, Johnson for years and they are the parents, the parents to the youngest Islam child, Ronnie Riza Islam. But even with the arrest and the criminal charges against Hanan Islam, her children, the Compton educators and the counselors at the clinic he co-founded, Alfredi Johnson himself has not been arrested or charged with the crime. Now, why is that? The people want to know, why is that? We left a message for Reverend Johnson at the World Literacy Crusade and not received a response. 
Now, this was back in 2015. Okay. So the article also goes on to state, and I'm going to read this last paragraph before we kind of really debunk and get into the other things we need to get into. Alfredi Johnson, Hanan Islam, and the World Literacy Crusade have had a long and colorful history. In 2005, a year after founding uh, American Health and Education Clinics, it was visited by a county commission uh, concerned that the children from a group home were being sent there for classes. The children had to endure a 3.5-hour round-trip time of travel to get to the clinic and what the commissioners found there appalled them. One of the class brochures describes a drug and alcohol rehabilitation and detoxification program, but none of the resident children have those problems. Once again, commissioners attended class with the residents and discovered that not only was the program, not a drug and alcohol related, but all the books, study materials, and wall posters were pertaining to L. Ron Hubbard's Scientology. After that visit, the group home was told to stop sending children to the clinic. Quote, unquote, we use the Narconin program developed by L. Ron Hubbard. And I have seen live streams of Riza Islam defending the Book of Dianetics, Scientology, and L. Ron Hubbard stating that L. Ron Hubbard, I'm going to segue, stating that L. Ron Hubbard essentially gave blacks credit for um, us being the originators of science. That is not all the way true. That is a half truth. What RZA failed to mention was that L. Ron Hubbard book of Dianetics is very relative to Alistair Crowley's book of Thelema. All right. He fails to mention that. What he also failed to mention was that L. Ron Hubbard comes from a lineage of slave owners. And what he also failed to mention was, was that L. Ron Hubbard did study us and study our origins and our connection to science. But he also said that we were savages and that we are, um, a, a race of people who cannot be taught anything. Okay. And this is on record. So I don't understand how RZA basically missed those very imperative points because he has this huge following. And I believe that it's very irresponsible to only tell half of the story, right. Or to basically, uh, paint a narrative because you want people to basically, um, not know the full truth and you kind of want to pacify them and you kind of want to keep them ignorant to what is actually an ugly truth. And the ugly truth is, is that the founder of Scientology did not like black people and he was a racist. He, he was a racist. So you, you can't, you know, leave one without the other. You, you can't now what I'm going to say is, is this. Okay. Um, this is crazy and this is, this is terrible. And I feel as though people need to know because RZA is not going to speak about this. And yes, this is still an open case, but 
the fact that he doesn't even talk about that he does have a case is pretty much, to me, it's a scary thing. Because if you're not telling us that, what else is it that you're not telling us? Now, like I said, all of this stuff here is pretty much self-explanatory. You can go on YouTube. You can see videos of Rizza Islam, a very young Rizza Islam, speaking about the World Literacy Crusade. You can go on Rizza's Facebook. If you look at the pictures, the first pictures that he has in his uh, photo gallery on his Facebook are World Literacy Crusade photos, the logo. He was definitely riding for this. Um, you can go on Wikipedia, you can type in World Literacy Crusade and it's going to come up and it's going to tell you verbatim because I have it here in front of me that it is a nonprofit organization formed in 1992 by Al Johnson to fight illiteracy and to support the Church of Scientology. The group uses study technologies and drug rehabilitation technologies developed by L. Ron Hubbard, the church's founder. Okay. And... Since Riza Islam wants to answer so much, we also want to know where the fuck is Shelly Miskovich? Okay? Because the leader of the Church of Scientology, his wife has been missing for 12 years and nobody's saying shit about that. Where the fuck is Shelly Miskovich, uh, Riza? If you got all the answers and you know all the facts, where the fuck is Shelly Miskovich? Since you want to lead us to Scientology, tell us the fucking truth. Where is she? Why is it that you have, what's this chick name? Uh, J-Lo's best friend. Jog my memory. The chick from King of Queens. God, what is this lady name? What is this lady name? Now, I got to look this shit up because I, I don't, I don't remember her name. I don't for the life of me. Leah Remini. Why, why has the church of Scientology been on her head and why has she sued them so many fucking times and why have they threatened her life? Why? The people really want to fucking know. They really, really do. Now, Wikipedia also tells you that the LA Times reported in 2008 that a hundred protesters gathered outside of the World Literacy Crusade offices after being sold fake low cost section eight housing vouchers for as much as $1,500. And if you don't believe me, that article is still up that Wikipedia is referring to. And I have it in front of me and I'm going to give you a synopsis of it. Many people are desperate for affordable housing in Los Angeles. This was in March 21st, 2008. Okay. So much so that there's often a long waiting list for government issued section eight housing vouchers that help low rent for that help ob obtain low rent for low income tenants. Since they are so difficult to obtain more than 250 people jump at the chance to buy a voucher through a Compton nonprofit, despite being charged as much as $1,500 a piece. Turns out that these vouchers were fraudulent and those renters were out of luck. All right. Sheriff deputies were called earlier this week after about a hundred of these renters protested outside of the offices of the world literacy crusade officials at the organization, which focuses on tutoring children concede that they did sell the vouchers. Okay. 
which were issued free to eligible renters, but didn't know they were counterfeit. The people who purchased the vouchers found out that they were phony after they were rejected by landlords. They told me it was a deposit we'd be making for a Section 8 voucher. Desiree Blount told The Wave. They said, come down with the money. It's a legitimate voucher. A lot of us trusted their word because they've helped our children with tutoring. And they even have a church here on Sundays. This is someone telling you that they gave money to the World Literacy Crusade for a housing voucher and never got their money back at that time. I don't know if this person got, you know, their money back eventually, but I have yet to see any record. And if anybody has the record, please let me know. But I have not seen anything on record that stated that anybody who paid $1,500 or up to $1,500 for that Section 8 voucher that was counterfeit got their money back. Now, this is imperative because, like I said, when people talk fast, it's usually because they're trying to pull one over on you, okay? And again, lack of transparency and leadership cannot exist in the same space. They cannot be conducive at all, all right? And for some reason, Rizzo Islam is being pushed to the forefront as a leader of truth, especially for black people. And that is very, very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. when We have someone who can't even tell the truth about themselves. That's not how this works. Again, like I said, the greatest leaders that we have had, you know, within the last, I'm going to say probably 50 to 70 years have had some type of character flaw and they have been transparent about it. But when you have someone who basically has a lack of transparency, there comes a lack of trust and leaders have to be able to install trust in their constituent body. And for some reason, everything could be laid out for people right in front of them and they just won't care or they'll come up with all types of excuses to still sip the Kool-Aid and to still fall down the rabbit hole. Okay. Like Alice in Wonderland, they just keep going and they keep going, you know? And so they're so far in deep, but I'm just here like anybody else to just bring people information and to just tell my people that it is imperative living in the age of information with technology at your fingertips through your $1,500 smartphone. It does not take much to go like it used to do via an encyclopedia and through libraries and through books. You don't have to go to grave lengths to find the truth. You know what I'm saying? You don't. And I believe as though as a people who have been um, literally been through the mud and back from, you know, having our land snatched from us here as indigenous people to, you know, having, you know, um, us deal with, you know, being taken out of our natural, uh, habitat and basically, uh, chained and locked and basically been put on display like animals, um, from that to, 
uh, 400 years of slavery to having our, our children fed to alligators, but having to nurse the slave master's children to us having our skin tore off and used as fucking leather jackets to us being lynched to us being uh, burned by the KKK from us going through redlining and uh, the Brown versus Board of Ed and not having equal rights and not having access to education. Everything that we have been through in a chronological timeline over the last few centuries, it is very, very dangerous to set ourselves up for just basically failure, for failure, and being led to the hellfire because we've been through enough. We've been through enough. We've been through enough, and we're still going through a lot, and we are now silenced by a lot of these other progressive movements and nobody gives a shit about us or our rights so it's very imperative that people that we push to the forefront are transparent with us we want to know who you work for and who the fuck sent you period all right so again this is why it's imperative for um us to understand who we allow to be at the front line. It is imperative for us to fact check, for us to do our research on who is representing us for our voice that has been somewhat lost through other progressive movements. Um, it is imperative. It is imperative that, that we um, know who these people are, where they come from, and what they agenda is all right but shout out to everybody who is listening to this i truly truly appreciate you thank you guys so so much i will check y'all in the next one as i said in the beginning be well take care of your family i love y'all and i will check y'all later peace <laughs>